And we're back. Uh, you may have forgotten who I am because it's been like six months since I last recorded a podcast. But uh, just to remind you, my name is Manny and this is my sweet podcast, Game Time with Manny. It may sound a little echoey because I am recording in a room other than what I normally record in and my stupid cat is in here. It's a very exciting time for everyone. Uh, but yeah, I haven't done this for like six months, so forgive me for that. I had a lot of stuff going on, and I still have a lot of stuff going on, but I decided to try to get back into the sweet, sweet business of podcasting, because uh, I actually enjoyed doing it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it every week, but I'm going to try my hardest, uh, and this will be the first one in what we will call Game Time with Manny 2.0. So this week, I will be talking about Digimon, mainly Digimon World, the first Digimon video game for PlayStation 1, because this is a video game podcast by nature, but also a little bit about the anime and why I love Digimon so much. So it's time, well, it's game time. Within the past few months, I've been thinking about Digimon a lot, um, mainly because I really like the first series of Digimon, the anime, the original uh, Digimon Adventure, which was on Fox Kids when I was a child, so depend what it was branded on at the time, but it, most of the time it was the Fox Box on Saturday mornings. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, something really drew me to it as a kid. Something about the fact that there were like regular everyday kids who were like going to summer camp and then all of a sudden got sucked into a digital world and got to meet their own like digital monster friends uh, and like battle with them and bond with them and grow with them. Something, something about that really grabbed me in a way that the Pokemon TV show never grabbed me. Like I was always a fan of the Pokemon games... Uh, but I always hated the show. I think Ash is a stupid character, and he's a whiny crybaby, and I hate Pikachu. It's the whole thing. But Digimon has actually the opposite. Like, I really liked the show, and then most of the games are just complete trash. Uh, some of them are good, though, uh... But we'll get to that. So, like, like I was saying, the concept of Digimon is... There is a digital world parallel to our own, and it's populated by like bits of data that are monsters, like they're they're digital monsters. Literally, they say they say that a lot in the show, and it like it has all the kinds of things like they use stupid names like File City, Server Island, and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's a show made in the late 90s, so the internet is basically becoming popular and digital this and digital that. Um, but Digimon started out not as a TV show, not as a video game, well, kind of a video game, basically in like, I can't remember what year it was, it must have, it must have been like 1997, I want to say, they came out in Japan with these little kind of like square toys, 
Uh, they looked like bricks, actually. They had, like, brick patterning on them. And it was a 16 by 16 like, pixelated screen, just black and white. Um, and they were called Digimon. And they were basically, like, Tomogachis. I think they were trying to capitalize on that Tomogachi money. Uh, and it was just a stupid little game where you, like, take care of this egg that hatches. And, like, as you feed it, you can make it battle and uh, grow. I actually never had one of these myself, but I remember in probably fourth grade, a kid that I knew had one, and he like let me borrow it for a couple days, and I was like obsessed with the thing. It, it's basically the same as a Tamagotchi. Like you would start off, and you'd have the egg, and you would like wait until it hatched, and then it would hatch, and you would have to feed it, and it would poop, and if you didn't clean up the poop, then it would get uh, angry with you, and then eventually, like, if it was so unhappy, it would die, which is kind of messed up, but, yeah, you would clean up its poop, and you could, like, make it battle, like, random enemies in the game, or if someone else had one, it had, like, these weird, I don't even know, it wasn't infrared, it was, like, there's these two, like, metal connectors on the top, and if you put it, you touched it to another thing's metal connectors, then you could battle someone else's, so, like, you could battle your friends if your friends had one. I never had one of those original ones, but that's that's what it spawned out of. They eventually later would make different ones that were like the Digivices from the show, and I still have some of those, actually. They still work, and those are cool. Those are more a little more in-depth than the original ones. Like, you would shake it like a pedometer to get steps, and the steps you would use as, like, a currency to, like, buy... Uh, like, power-ups or, like, food for your Digimon, and then you would actually, like, you would send them out, like, on missions, and then you would have to shake to, like, get further in the missions. And, uh, I mean, I guess you could walk, but I was, I've always been a lazy person, so I would just shake it generally while I was in the car or whatever, waiting for my parents to go shopping. And uh, you would get to the battles, and then you would, like, choose if you wanted your Digimon to attack and defend and stuff. I I think they just actually released some new ones in Japan that probably will never come out here in America, but they were really cool. And so those got kind of popular in Japan, the original ones. And then they decided, I I believe it was made by Saban Entertainment at that point. I think they owned it. Uh, They um, went into the anime business, they decided that it was time for a Digimon anime. Uh, They made made a movie, a theatrical release, called Digimon Adventure in Japan, which, if you've ever seen the show, the first season, the main character's name is Tai, in Japanese his name is Taichi, and he has the Digimon Agumon, which is basically a little, uh, I don't know, basically like a little dinosaur man. He's uh, orange, and he spits fire, pepper breath, is his move. Uh, he's one of the more common ones, so if you've ever seen a picture of Digimon, he's probably in that. And uh, basically, it's him and his younger sister, Kari, as children, and they, like, wake up one night, and they see Digimon, like, basically, like, t- blowing up the city, and he gets his own uh, Digimon, the first form of Agumon, Koromon, and it, like, digivolves from there. I don't, I don't remember the exact plot offhand, uh, but... It was very popular, uh, and they decided to make it into a full anime, so that movie ended up being a prequel to the first season of Digimon, 
And uh, it went on from there. I mean, the first season of Digimon is actually also called Digimon Adventure, and it was like 50 episodes-ish. And it that's my favorite one. I've actually gone back to watch it recently, and it's not as good as I remember as a child, mainly because like in that time in the 90s when anime was like kind of ramping up its popularity here in America, it wasn't dubbed super great, and it was really obvious that it was like meant to be in another language. It's especially noticeable in, like, the first 10, 15 episodes of Digimon. Like, they had this issue where, because Japanese, they say so much more in a shorter time span, and I they speak a lot faster, the dubbing of the mouths, like, they wouldn't change that, so they would try to have the dub actors, like, speak as fast as humanly possible to, like, get in lines, and, like, sometimes they would just, like, say things that don't make any sense to, like, fill the mouth movements and so like the first like 10-15 episodes it feels like they're just trying to like yell as fast as humanly possible the entire time and it eventually gets to a point like after the first arc where they beat the first villain Devamon he's like a giant devil thing uh that then the pacing starts to get a lot better and it seems like they kind of like found their groove and so I'm still kind of watching it on and off with a couple of friends. One of them's never seen it before. And it, it's just weird going back because there's a lot of weird jokes and puns. But the main, the main reason that we have gone back to watch that is because I like the characters in the original Digimon Adventure. Um, they made a second season, Digimon Adventure 2, where the characters from the first one are in middle school. And it's basically like the younger kids and... Uh, have have taken over and they have their own Digimon and it's a whole other plot and that that one was okay, and then they went on to do other kinds like uh, the next one was Digimon Tamers, and that was basically like these Digimon came to the real world and they would like use their Digivices to like scan cards and give their Digimon abilities and all this kind of shit and that was okay. Then there was Digimon Frontier, where the kids themselves turned into Digimon for some reason. I don't know. That was that was around the time that I, I really stopped watching. Then there was there's one there's two after that one. Uh the one is called Digimon Data Squad and I, I, I don't understand that one at all. I've never seen the show and I don't know that I've ever really read a plot synopsis either. They're like cops in the digital world and they have to like basically police the digital world i don't know and then there was another season they made a couple years ago that i think actually just got localized in america called digimon cross wars not a not a huge fan i watched like halfway through it with my brother and it was like it was whatever and none none of them lived up to the original two seasons uh except now because it is the 10th anniversary of digimon uh well 10th anniversary from japan not its u.s release um they were supposed to air uh new season of Digimon anime in April. They were supposed to start airing. It was gonna it was called Digimon Try, and it is actually a sequel to the first two seasons of Digimon, so it's gonna have the same it would have the same characters like Ty and stuff. Um and then they decided they pushed it back. They pushed that release back. And uh it was a, a sometime in May they basically said, Hey, we have a big announcement to make about Digimon Try, and people thought it was going to be when it was airing because they were uh, re-showing the original Digimon Adventure and Adventure 2 anime on TV in, like, marathon format. 
but it turned out it was not going to be an anime airing on TV. They're making it into a six-part theatrical series in Japan, where it is the same characters from the original Digimon Adventure, but in high school. And it, it looks insane. Like, the budget of the Digimon TV show was kind of not very good so like the animation like especially now is like wicked shitty but if you like go and watch the movies like it looked so good because anime movies at that time would have like insane huge budgets and like even by today's standards like they look good like the the animation of the digimon movies still holds up now crazy I, I watch it at least once a year i love that movie i still have the soundtrack too because they license a bunch of weird stuff for america like smash mouth all stars in it and all all kinds of weird stuff but yeah so the trailer for try came out last month and it it blew my mind it's basically like a nostalgia boner like all the characters from the first season are like just standing there with their digimon and like that it doesn't sound cool but it like i if you watched digimon as a kid and like you still liked it it is I don't know. It like made me feel really happy inside, and I'm I'm very excited for that. Even though I don't live in Japan, so it'll be like a year after each movie is released before I can see some kind of subtitled version when they release it on Blu-ray. Uh, but that's okay. I love Digimon, and I the animation looks like on the level of those movies. It, I'm very excited. But the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about the Digimon games. So when it got popular. In Japan, they obviously they made after the movie was successful. They made the anime, and then they were like, "Oh, we need video games." Obviously, gotta gotta capitalize on that. Gotta get that game money. So they they did that. Um, there were a whole bunch of games for like the Wonder Swan and all kinds of weird Japanese only systems. But the one that I will always remember is the original Digimon World, which is basically like the first like big console Digimon game. Um, it was released in, uh, I think it came out here in 1999 even, uh, and it was a weird game. Like, I, I remember it reviewing really poorly, like, getting, like, 5 out of 10s from, like, IGN and a couple other, a couple other outlets, and they were criticizing it for, like, being non-interactive in battles and stuff, and I, I remember trying it as a kid and just, like, not liking it at all. Like, I never had it because I never had a PlayStation 1 when I was younger. But I, I played it at a friend's house, and I just remember thinking, like, I don't like this at all. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's so confusing. So, a little bit of context. My favorite Digimon is Gabumon. He is basically kind of like a a wolf with, like, a unicorn horn. Uh, and he digivolves. That's like their version of uh, evolving a Pokemon. They go to their next stage. Uh, and he digivolves into like a huge wolf. And then he digivolves again into like a, a wolf that stands on two legs, like an anthropomorphic wolf. And he like boxes. And then he digivolves his final time into a kind of like metal version of Garurumon. Uh, and he can shoot all kinds of weird ice missiles and stuff. Anyways, I was very excited to get Gabumon, so I I did that in the game, and then I was like, well, I got to evolve him to Garurumon, which is his next form, and it evolved into a Numamon, which is basically like the shittiest Digimon ever. He's like this green blobby thing that like loves to eat poop, literally likes to eat poop, and all kinds of all 
he's just terrible in, in general. Like, his voice actor in the anime is awful. Every, everything about Numamon is awful. And I just, like, it kept happening, and I didn't know why, and I was just like, this game is stupid. I don't want any, I don't want anything to do with this game. Um, and so around the time Tri was coming out, I was like reading about Digimon World and how like it gained this insane cult following. And I was like, I, I remember this game. I, d- I don't know why people would think it was good. So I started reading into it and like just people had all kinds of insane FAQs on game facts and like all kinds of stuff. People like having great memories about it. And I was like, I gotta know this game sounds so complex and weird. Like I don't remember that at all as a child. So I borrowed it from a friend and I played it a little bit. I don't think I'm going to finish it because of how weird and complex it is. And I want to play some other stuff instead, but the time I spent with it, I really, really enjoyed. So basically the con, the concept of the game is kind of like dot hack actually, or I don't know. That's that's another anime, but you basically are a kid, and this intro cinematic is like you're a kid and you're running to the park and you see your two friends battling with like the original like Digimon Tamagotchi things, and there's like, oh, I got my metal Mamamon and it'll beat your whatever, and they like it shows them fighting in the thing as the kid imagines it, and he thinks it's so cool, and uh he goes home afterwards, and his Digimon thing starts glowing. And he gets sucked into the digital world, much as the kids do in the anime. And uh, you're there. He meets this Digimon elder and is given a Digi-Egg to hatch and like grow into his own. And it, they tell him he is the chosen one. And he has to save the digital world from the evil looming within it. Uh, because Digimon have been disappearing, then no one really lives in the big city anymore, and it's your job to save the world. And most games at that point would go into a tutorial, and Digimon World's just like, nah, fuck that, nothing, jack shit. And you just, you gotta figure it out. And I guess that's why as a kid I had no, no clue what the hell was going on. Like, it, it didn't make any sense to me. Even even a little bit. But now I know why I was digivolving into Numamon all the time. And this game is insane if you think about it. Like roguelikes and like roguelites where basically you don't there's no perma there is permadeath, but you carry over things from uh life to life. Digimon World is is a roguelike. Like you you get your Digimon and like you digivolve it and to get it strong you train it up and it'll it'll die no matter what it will die and you have to start from scratch now if you're lucky some of the stats will carry over but i have been unlucky in my time so far and i have never been able to carry over any of my stats which is insane and one of the things that's pissing me off about it but yeah you start as a baby Digimon and like you can venture out into the world and the monsters are hard. It's got a battle system kind of similar to Monster Rancher, where you don't have a lot of say in the battle. It's basically like you tell it to attack or defend, and it'll either listen or not. And you have no option to tell it what attack to use. So sometimes in the beginning, it just gets annihilated by random enemies that should suck. So like it also is like Monster Rancher in the way that you go to this training area, and you like pick one of the stats to train and it's completely random how much it will go up by so basically you spend most of your time like uh 
training and getting it up, and uh, you also have to feed it. So it is like those original Digimon um, Tamagotchi things. You After you train so much, uh, it'll get hungry, and you have to feed it. Uh, so you feed it, and then it'll you feed it enough, and it'll eventually like get this weird happy bubble over its head to let you know that it's been fed enough. And then it'll it'll eventually have to poop. And so this is why, as a kid, I would always get Numamon and not get what I wanted. The requirements to evolve your Digimon are so specific, it's insane, and I don't know how, even now, like, the FAQs, I have no idea how any, how the fuck anyone would know this stuff. So, if you let your Digimon poop on the ground, you don't take it to a toilet. Like, yeah, no shit, there are toilets all over this game's world, and you have to, you have to make it poop in a toilet. So if you don't, if you let it poop on the ground, or if you don't feed it on time, or don't let it sleep, or you train it too hard, that counts as what the game calls a care mistake. And keep in mind, literally none of this is explained. I had to figure this all out by looking up stuff on the internet. So each Digimon evolution, depending, you have to have within a certain range of stats, your Digimon has to weigh a certain amount, so like you can't feed it too much or too little, you have to keep it right in a specific range, you can't have a certain amount of care mistakes for it to evolve into a Digimon, so like Numamon is basically, it evolves in, your rookie level Digimon evolves into a champion level Numamon if you met no requirements to get any other Digimon in the game. And like there aren't a super lot, but there are a decent amount. So, like, as a kid, I had no idea what these requirements were, so I was just kind of dicking around and, like, thought the game was really hard, and it evolves into a Numamon, and then the game gets even harder. So, I had one of my friends was playing it with me, like, he was watching me play, and he would basically just be looking up all the stuff that I would need to know and letting me know when I should feed the Digimon and, like, what stats I should train and stuff like that. And it's crazy. And, like, I I got Garurumon, which is who I wanted, uh once and he was like pretty good and I, th- I think most recently i have leo mon which is kind of like a lion man standing on two legs and he like punches his fist out and he's just fist of the beast king and it like shoots a lion face from his hand but but yeah like the game is so complex and what's insane is like you train up this digimon and you're like yeah i'm gonna be able to accomplish all this stuff and then it dies and you literally have to start from scratch the way your stats carry over is like randomly when you evolve your digivolve your digimon you will get a tamer level which is like your human character's level um and so like if you get that tamer level then you'll save one percent of your current digimon stats will carry over into the new one as they're reborn into a new digimon and i still have zero tamer level so every time i've i've at least 10 times i've fucking started from scratch and just like kept going and uh, it is fun because what's weird about it is especially for the time in 1999 like you think about it it is literally a non-linear open world in this Digimon game so you you can go anywhere you can literally go anywhere uh, some areas will will actually be blocked off by like you got to save certain Digimon or do certain things so so the whole goal, like, other than just, like, raising your Digimon to be a total badass, is you have to go around, find friendly Digimon to recruit and have them come back to the city. And when you bring them back to the city, they open up a shop or something. So, like, you first want to get, like, an item person 
or they grow meat and a person will give you meat three times a day. Food in the beginning definitely is a huge issue. Uh, you can pick wild mushrooms and stuff, but you're mainly going to be getting meat from the meat farm in the town. So like you'll get a Digimon and then they'll upgrade the meat farm so you get more filling meat and things like that. And yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's this huge open world and you are recruiting these Digimon and like as you recruit the Digimon, like the main city, File City changes and grows in big ways. And like it's really cool to see that. Uh, and like most recently, I I got a fast travel station because the world is actually huge, and uh, I now I can like fast travel for like insane amounts of money in the game, which seems really weird. Maybe there's probably a way to like re re uh, get it down, get like get that amount of money to go down. But I'm I'm probably not going to keep playing it just because it is such a huge time investment, and I'm not getting lucky enough to get any stat carryover from Digimon to Digimon. So it is like, it is really frustrating when it's like, oh, you are literally starting over. I mean, like now you can easily buy food and stuff because I recruited a bunch of Digimon, but it, it's a pain in the ass. And like the fact that I have to monitor the Digimon's weight until it gets to like champion level and stuff like that is, is it grades on you. But the fact that this game came out in 1999 and was like widely panned by critics, I, I have large amount of faith that if this game came out now in the year 2015 it would receive insane praise because it's like dark souls in quotes uh and it doesn't explain jack shit to you like it's just like hey dude figure it out man this is this is digimon you're in the digital world now you you don't know what's going on and you got to figure it out and like that's that's really cool but also, like, the fact that it's open world and, like, it's a roguelike and you die, your Digimon dies and, like, you've got to start over from scratch or, like, you only get minuscule amounts of progress saved over from time to time. It's it's mind-blowing, the fact that this game came out in 1999. And I, I wish that I had, like, understood it back then or played it. And actually, I... Part of what puts me off is the graphics are kind of weird because it's an original PlayStation 1 game and, uh... Oh man, it's just so it's it's so weird to think about that. It doesn't have analog control. Like it was such an early PS One game that I can only use the D pad to move. So like the movement feels a little weird. In Japan, they re released and like remastered Digimon World. Uh, I can't think of what it was called off the top of my head, but it came out for uh, 3DS and Vita over there, and, like, it seems really cool, and, like, it has a whole bunch of new content, there's a whole bunch of new Digimon forms, and that that was never localized here, and that has been an issue with the Digimon franchise for years and years, is they have stopped localizing the games, and I think one of the main issues with that is no game ever really had the success that the original Digimon world had, so... They did release Digimon World 2 over here, and it wasn't the same. Like, it's not open world, it's not really a roguelike, you ride this stupid car around, and it's just a turn-based RPG, and, like, I I always hated that game, I still hate that game. It, it's, it's just not as good as the original Digimon World, and it, it's completely different, but not, not in a good way. Like, it, it's just a regular turn-based RPG, but, like, a kind of bad turn-based RPG that has a lot of random elements and doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And then they released Digimon World 3, which I actually did like a lot, and that was more like 2 in the fact that it was a turn-based uh, 
turn-based game. Kind of had the same plot as the first one. You're a kid, and you play the online Digimon game, and you get sucked into the game, and you have to fight your way out. Uh, everyone's trapped inside the game, and you got to deal with evil Digimon and bad people and all kinds of stuff, because if you die in the game, you die in real life. And and that that game was cool. Then they released Digimon World 4, which... Mike, that game was a shit show. It's basically like a super, super cheap knockoff of Fantasy Star Online, except the main differentiator being Fantasy Star Online is amazing and Digimon World 4 is ass. Um, and not a good game. And I remember trying to play it and just thinking, like, this is, holy shit, this game is bad. I should actually, I should probably try to play that again at some point, try to get a couple friends together and see if I can beat it or something. So maybe it gets better near the end, but. God damn, awful in the beginning. Such a grind, just terrible, terrible level design. Everything looks like garbage. And it was on the GameCube and PS2. Like, there's no reason it should have been as awful as it was. And after that, they, they kind of stopped releasing a lot of Digimon games over here. There were a couple turn-based games for the DS, which I guess are pretty good. They released, like, Digimon Rumble Arena 1 and 2, which were kind of, like, side-scrolling, like, Super Smash-like fighting games that are still pretty good. And, and they stopped until probably this last year. Uh, there had been no Digimon games localized for at least, like, five, six years. Uh, that's why they didn't release the new revamped version of Digimon World over here. What I don't get is, like, there's a new Digimon game that just released in Japan probably within the past, like, four months called Digimon Cyber Sleuth for the PlayStation Vita. And it looks incredible. Like, I I haven't seen any Japanese reviews, but it looks really good. Uh, Seems like there's a whole lot of Digimon in it. You, like, build a a team of Digimon and it is a regular turn-based thing, but the graphics are really good. The story looks intriguing it seems like the kind of thing that like namco bandai would want to bring over here because they're who publishes the games now uh and and they they didn't uh but for some reason they decided to localize and put out uh digimon rumble all-star or no digimon all-star rumble that's what it is which is kind of like the old digimon rumbles where it's like a fighting game type thing except that it's in like full 3d i purchased it because I, you know, support Digimon. Maybe they'll put out Cyber Sleuth. The game is insanely terrible. Like, I, I can't even fathom how they thought that they should localize this game and not Cyber Sleuth. I, it, this game probably sold, like, no copies, too. It was a PlayStation 3 release after the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One had been out for, like, almost a year. And it's a $40 budget release. And it's just complete and utter garbage. Like... You just mash square and, like, it's whatever. I don't know. And the Digimon can Digivolve if you, like, get a power-up or you fill up your Digivolve meter. And, like, that that's fine. Like, maybe it'd be a fun distraction for, like, an hour while you're playing four-player multiplayer with your friends or something. But the single player is, like, borderline impossible to do. And you have to do that to unlock some of the Digimon and, like you can get Digimon cards and, like, upgrade their stats or whatever. And it just, it is so bad. I can't fathom the fact that, like, this franchise that had started off so strong has just come down so far in terms of the video games that have come out. And, like, it seems like they're trying to revamp that with Cyber Sleuth and stuff, but it just, god damn. All-Star Rumble is so bad. 
and especially after playing Digimon World, it makes me wonder, like, why they didn't uh, keep going with the concept that they had. Like, a roguelike open world game is so cool, and it, like, it, it works well, actually. Like, the game doesn't explain anything to you, but it is a good game regardless, and, like, it gained a serious cult following. Like, there are multiple groups right now, if you, I, if you look it up, like, Digimon World uh, Remaster or something, there are people remaking the original Digimon World uh, from PS1 with, like, new content. Like, there are people out there trying to make a game out of this. Like, they're trying to make a bigger game, like an expansion, and I think that's really cool. Uh, as last I checked, they weren't going to have it released for any time soon, but it it had a lot of potential. Like, they had shown off character models on their blog and stuff, and, like, that kind of stuff is cool. Like, passion projects like that are born from games that people, like, really love, and that kind of stuff doesn't happen all the time. And it, it it's cool to see when that kind of stuff does happen. Uh, it, it's a bummer because the revamp of Digimon World that they actually was released officially will probably never come out in this country. I, th- I think there are some, like, uh, less than legal means of uh, playing it in English. I know a group did a translation patch of the PSP version of that game. Uh, at least I think it was PSP. And you could theoretically download that and play it that way, but not exactly super legal because you're going to have to get an ISO and all that kind of stuff. So that that that's a bummer. It's cool that someone was translating it, though. And it just, I now with Digimon Tri coming out in Japan, I wonder if it's going to get localized here uh, in, in this country for American consumption, other than people who are like crazy and search out the subs and buy like crazy import DVDs and stuff like that. It's, it, it's going to be interesting to see if that kind of thing like brings uh, a Digimon renaissance to uh, the U.S. Uh, because maybe it'll make them put out Cyber Sleuth. But I, I I highly doubt it. It's just the kind of thing where it's a shame because I I liked it as a kid and I still like it now. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, my nostalgia might be blinding me a little bit because like the first main the first the first part of the anime is a little rough to go back to. But it's still I think like if you showed it to a kid today, they would enjoy it, and like I still kind of enjoy it uh, to a certain extent. Uh, I would enjoy playing the games more, but they are. I don't know what Namco Bandai's doing, man. It's, they're just making Gundam games, I guess. That's that's their it's their whole MO, is make a bunch of Gundam and Naruto games, which is a shame. Because I would really like to see Digimon. I don't know. And yeah, in terms of like the Digivices themselves, like the original like Tamagotchi-like things, they're even putting out new ones in Japan for the release of Try, which I think is really cool, and I might actually try to import one of those and see if I can mess around with it, because uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's minimal Japanese, and it's probably like the ones I have where you shake it and get all kinds of points. So yeah, I, I don't know, Hope you I hope I informed you a little bit about Digimon, and it, maybe you want to check out Digimon World now. It is It is a cool game, and like I, it just got so many things that are popular nowadays, and like if uh, if they could just do that same thing again, but they, for some reason, didn't. I, I assume it's because there was so much in that game that it took a ridiculously huge budget, and they just weren't being given that same kind of budget again. But, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I, I, I like Digimon. I like talking about Digimon. 
And uh, yeah, I will uh, see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble on about Digimon. I'm going to be trying to do this more often, like I said, probably once a week, uh, maybe once every other week. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. But it's been real. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>